magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I am Natasha Levenger, energy reader, energy healer, and inner child healing teacher. And this is a podcast about using magic and energy work as we bravely embrace the full range of the human experience. Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome for the first time, perhaps. Um, today, we are going to be talking to the House of Intuition ladies, just FYI. So that'll be fun. They have a new, they have a book, Your Intuition Led You Here, and they seem very aligned with everything we talk about here. So that'll be fun. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and so this, if you are here for the first time, this is where we usually talk about the cards we picked last week and see how it played out for us. And yeah, so last week you drew Justice Reverse oh, from right. the Tarot of Curious Creatures, and I drew Dandelion, which was Make-A-Wish mm. from from the Magic of Flowers Oracle. Written by, co-written? By no, that one I just wrote. Just wrote by Tess Whitehurst. Um, so how did that feel for you this week? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> like, do you remember what justice? Because there was like yeah, a specific I do remember way justice. you talked about justice. Mm-hmm. Can you it, remind me what it was? Yeah, it was about letting go of right, like of seeing people as black and white or seeing a situation as black and white and just yeah. like letting all of that go and be in the moment with whatever's happening. Yeah, I could see that. I feel like it, it has been more... For me, like surrendering to the transformation. Yes. Since it's like, me too. <laughs> you're feeling that yes. too? Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, for me, la- well, did you want to say more about that? I mean, I can, but you go ahead. Oh, okay. I like your ring. I just noticed it. Oh, thanks. She has an yeah. owl ring. Um. Well, I was just going to say for me, Actually, the energy report felt more accurate maybe than the cards because mm. last week the energy report was about um, that stuff around self-worth was going to be coming up. But then there's also a lot of access to light to help alchemize all of that. Mm-hmm. And I definitely felt that. I was having kind of old, a lot of self-worth stuff coming up to the point where what I realized was happening was I was just totally merged with an inner child part that felt oh yeah Mm -hmm. all of the self-worth stuff and I was it's like there's sometimes and I think this is true for everybody like sometimes you're very merged with a part to the point where you feel like you are that like you feel Mm -hmm. like oh I am just totally anxious and this is the reality or I am unworthy and like I just will always feel this way kind of thing and then some so sometimes it's easier depending on how much work you've done or how programmed that is to to separate from that part and give it love and integrate it well this week with that particular thing I was having such a hard time separating from that part I was just feeling like my inner child like oh well I guess that I just am this way I guess I just Mm. am not good enough etc so um what I 
I did, I went into a meditation into my temple, which is really full of light. And I saw, I was like, okay, I'm going to talk to this part of me. I'm really wanting to separate from her to look at her. And I saw this, it was really weird. I've never seen this before. Like this image of me, but like as a zombie, I look like a zombie with all of my family programming on top of me. Like, yeah. And it really honestly was my mother programming it. Well, I'm sure it was a lot of different, but that was like the main thing. It was just like, I was just standing there like, I, this, I have to, there's no other option. I just have to be programmed with this. Mm. So once I saw that, it was really helpful because I asked for the light. Like I said, there was light coming in to help. My guides came to help and was helping to just literally lift it off of me energetically off of that little girl part. And the more I was doing it, the more I felt really like, oh, okay, it is just a belief. It's not true. I was able to integrate it and feel just like more and more better. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is obviously coming up because I am expanding a lot in a lot of ways. I mean, like my book deal was like a big deal, a big expansion oh, yeah. for me. And I'm writing a lot now for Mind, Body, Greed. And they're being like really positive. Like they love everything. Like it's just uh. it's been so nice. But it's been expand. Even though that's positive, it's still like expansion. And so this yeah. self-worth stuff is like, oh, guess what, though? You don't really deserve it. I yeah. totally identify yeah. with this. Me too. Oh, yeah. so that's the expansion thing is like. It's like good things happening and then me feeling like, oh, this is a change and I don't know if I trust it. Mm. And but also, well, so like Ted song doing still doing really great. And he has more singles on this album that are planning that are going to be coming out. Yeah. In like our whole relationship, we've been kind of a like a business partnership in some ways because it's like. I worked to support him when he was getting his songwriter career going and then it got going and then he supported me as I got my author Mm. career going and we just kind of have done that over the 21 years we've been together we've helped each other out and so it this last time I've been I mean we've both have been contributing but it's like been okay now Ted is working on this thing and well we hope that it works out and now it's working out and then and then at the same time that our landlady's like, okay, we're painting because next year I'm going to sell. You can buy or you can move, but you can't just keep renting. And yeah. so it's like, well, that's exciting, but it's also, well, where are we going to go? We don't know. We don't know what it's going to look like. And then yeah. it's just, it's all, it's fun. Like we need a change and we, we have been working for this exact thing. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, it's scary. like, scary. yeah, it's scary. And it feels like, who am I? Uh. And and then I also like historically looking back, I do see that when stuff like this happens, when there is expansion like this and change, like part of me is excited and part of me kind of wants to shut down. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's it's that unknown piece Mm -hmm. of like, okay, so what is my habit when the unknown comes up? And I've also been looking at that this week, too. And I noticed because I was having a lot of anxiety coming up and I was like just noticing it and allowing it to be there in a more expansive way instead of like shutting down around it. And what I noticed was that when I feel a little anxious, I immediately rush in with all these reasons. I mean, this isn't like... um 
unusual, but I rush in with all this doom energy of like, uh, oh, obviously it's there because everything's going to be terrible and things are like you have to watch out for. But I don't know what you have to watch out for, but just right. watch out. And like just but it's definitely bad. And like just lots of that. But instead, if I let it be there and just go, oh, yeah, that's my habit. OK. <laughs> and then it really just and love, you know, have compassion for it and then thank it even for being there. And then it does move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it is interesting to see how now at this stage of my life after having a regular spiritual practice for all this time how even when stuff like that happens like when I feel because I'm going to talk about it in practical magic too how I feel so not festive not excited about the holidays and even kind of like resentful about them yeah like these different feelings you know kind of feeling shut down or worried or sad for no reason like those used to be when those would happen to me I would just be like this is terrible this is how it's going to be forever yeah it's like what so hard what I was saying about the merging with the part it's like oh this is who I am this is like this is it this is reality and yeah yeah. now but now I have like the mindfulness practice just the and the merging with nature just all my spiritual practices feel help me to feel like okay this is how you feel right now but this is and so then even I can laugh at it you know I have like I still laugh every day even deeply because Mm -hmm. I have a like a not not like an unhealthy detachment but like a healthy detachment like this is not this is just passing through this is one more way that I'm feeling right now at this time of my life yeah I wonder if parts work or like inner child work would help with that too a little bit to bring in some I mean I have stuff. done it oh, okay. I'm sure I haven't done it as much as you do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well who does I have <laughs> very few very few do as much I, I'm always just like do more inner child work everybody that'll fix everything oh that was also part of the problem is I was like oh okay great well it's not working this time so what's oh. the point and if if it's not working for me you know, because I was having a really hard time separating and not being just totally merged with my inner child. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, know. that's funny because I have been doing clutter clearing, which is my default. Yes. Like more clutter, more get rid of yeah. more stuff. And I have been, I mean, really a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, and this is, I'm changing the subject now. Okay. I went to Goodwill and I found a, so many amazing things, which oh. is something that happens often after I clear yes. a bunch of clutter. Like I, I clear a bunch it. of clutter and then they go to a thrift store and I'm like, oh, this is all in my size and I love it. And there's no spots on it. And it's just like, oh, wow, <laughs> that's fun. So that was fun. Yeah, that was a good thing that happened. Yeah, that sounds really fun. I we went to we actually went ice skating this week and um, we there's a bookstore next to it. And that's where I took the picture of that. The opposite of you book, the book made by your oh, bizarro right. test. The joy of leaving your shit all over the place. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> I posted that on Instagram. I, mean, I was like, oh my god, different. Yeah, some people may love that. I felt like when I read the Harry Potter series. Yeah. I felt like, hey, so much of these problems, so many of these problems could have been avoided if they would have cleared their clutter. <laughs> oh my god. At Hogwarts, you have got to do a sketch about that. <laughs> oh my god that is but jk amazing. rowling it does seem like she has like a soft spot in her heart for messiness mm, well like she's she would... also terrible yeah see <laughs> see 
Yeah. Yeah. It's probably because of all that clutter. She's so terrible. Okay. I shouldn't say that. She just, well, I don't know. Oh, man. No, she she's is not. Very anti-trans and, oh, it's very really? hard not to. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I did. Oh, oh. I, I totally I know that. Said, really? Yes, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's so awful. Okay, well, anyway. Okay. Uh, okay. So, guys, <laughs> y'all, I should say, um, next week we are doing just a question only. Um, ho- I'm gonna call it a holiday special, even though it's not holiday questions. But we aren't going to be here. (laughs) It is at the holidays. It is at the holidays. And so um, if you're listening to this today, it's you have one and a half days to um, bring in your question. Maybe Brett could put some jingle bells um, sound effects. That sounds fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) I love that idea. Um, So, yeah, that's what we're doing next week. So if you want to ask us a question, you can call us at 828-333-7181. This week, um, the lottery was at 333 million and i was like oh i should really have bought a ticket but i think now i don't know what's happening with it those threes are just they're just like three 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 yeah um or you can email us at uh magic monday podcast at gmail.com or go to our website magic monday podcast and there's a little ask a question bouton there button what Oh, I just wanted to call it a say, bouton. What the heck is a bouton? It's a, it's a button. It's a fancy <laughs> button. <laughs> it's a French button. Yeah. Um, and other than that, I will say that if you would like some uh, help with the holidays, I last week I um, mentioned it and then I recorded it. I was like, I should create this. And then I did. So it's just three short meditations to help you through the holidays. The first one is about um, connecting to and embodying a quality that you would like to embody. So maybe if you're feeling anxious about the holidays or like going home or whatever, confidence or something like that, and it helps to program that in. The second one is to release a trigger. And the third one is after you're all done separating from the people or the events so that you are just solidly in your own energy space. So if you would like that, you can go to highestlighthealing.com and you can click on the bouton there at the top of the page. (laughs) Very fancy bouton. Mm -hmm. And I would like to mention that my 2022 Your Most Magical Year Yet Planner is here. It is awesome. It's got coloring pages and goal planning, um, intention setting pages, journaling prompts. Uh, random act of kindness challenges, oh. moon signs, and Mercury retrograde periods, and spells and rituals. It's just really all around fun and great. Yeah. So you can find it at TessWhitehurst.com if you go to books. You can also find it on Amazon. You can just search Tess Whitehurst 2022 and it'll show up. Okay. And if you would love to support us you can um leave us a review we would really appreciate it on itunes on what's it called now it's apple Podcasts. apple podcasts it is called itunes in my computer but anyway apple podcasts um we really are so grateful to all of you who have already done it and it helps people find us and we really appreciate you 
Yes, thank you so much. It, we feel so supported by so all all of those beautiful reviews, oh and gosh, so we need more. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> and it's not enough. <laughs> my goodness I'm like uh, I'm a teenage boy over here my voice is breaking (laughs) um yeah but we really really appreciate you you all um we do okay so now we are going to do our interview with the house of intuition ladies alex naranjo and marlene vargas so they are the founders of the house of intuition which has grown from a small shop offering crystals tarot and intuitive services to one of the largest well-known metaphysical brands in the u.s and they are here to talk about their book your intuition led you here which is a guide to utilizing magic and intention in everyday life, a sort of magic 101 primer. The book includes information on starting you on your way to living a life of magic, including accessible magic, the power of intentions, the basic of all the basics of altars, candles, crystals, incense, herbs, and more as well as information on rituals, astrology, numerology, lunar cycles, and beyond. Um, so we are so excited to talk to them and here is our interview. Okay, so Alex and Marlene, we're so happy to have you here. Welcome. So, um, for those of, well, I read your bio before, so people are familiar that you have your store and now you have come out with this book, your intuition led you here, which I loved. And it's, um, what I really want to talk about is in the beginning, you, well, first of all, your love story. I don't know if you want to talk about, but it feels like it's like the grounding for everything. <laughs> like the right? alchemy, the yes. alchemy that creates house of intuition. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think it really is. Honestly, there's, I don't, I mean, if it wasn't for that alchemy, I don't think a house of intuition would be here. And we'll tell you a little clip about something that's actually not in the book. Um, Ooh. That, that's kind of cool. I don't think we we placed that in the book, wow. but no, we didn't because it was like really deep and yeah. Um, so back in, um, this is Marlene, by the way, because you guys will start to learn to my voice. I do talk <laughs> a little bit faster than Alex and I am a little bit louder. So you girls, I mean, everybody out there will definitely know the difference between us. Um, so back when I was with my very first girlfriend, like my son, I had a son. Mm-hmm. I have a son. Um, not had, I have. Um, <laughs> He's still here. Yes. <laughs> and um, he was very little um, and it was my first girlfriend. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my very first gay relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was like hitting the clubs. I was having so much fun. <laughs> this is a whole new world for me. Right. So um, I remember seeing Alex years ago. I'm talking, and I do say a little bit about that in the book about yeah. how I, you know, like saw her from, from a distance in the nightclub and um, I was definitely attracted to her. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we found out when we were together, this is so crazy, right? We're cleaning our garage. This is years later where we are now together. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you how we met because you guys can all read that in the book. Okay. Um, but this is something that when you, when, when you guys read the book, you'll understand like, wow, that's insane. Um, we were cleaning our garage and we found a picture of us together like 
with oh. Epic Girlfriends. Oh. That is in the book. Is it? Did yeah. I put it in the book? Oh yeah. my God. I really got, I really <laughs> I went in deep y'all. I was like, whoa, I gave you all that tidbit? Holy crap. <laughs> but I love it. So it's, yeah. Insane, right? It's like, yes. you, you never, like, I never thought that I was actually manifesting Alex because I always say that, like, I, not only was I totally obsessed with her, not that I thought about her all the time. I'm not going to like be, you know, throughout the years. Yeah. But the first time I saw her, I definitely was very, very attracted to her. And did I think at any moment, oh, like that we would be together? No, absolutely not. Did I even mm. think that I wanted to be with her? No, it was just like a, an attraction. Yeah. You know? That and magic was there. Yeah. Not for her because she didn't even know I existed. <laughs> Just for you. <laughs> One way magic. That's all. Yeah. Eventually right? came together. Yes, totally. And the crazy thing is it is in the book too, is it happened to my son, you know, when um, you my son's now fiance, they actually, she used to see him in school when she was younger, like in her junior year. No way. And she, he would walk along the hallways and it's in the book. She's in the oh, book I don't remember that. where um, she says that like every time she'd walk, he'd walk by, we'd go, that one day is going to be my boyfriend. That uh, one day is going to be my boyfriend. I and love that. Isn't that crazy? And <laughs> yes. then it ends up being her first boyfriend and now they're getting married. They've been together now for nine years. Oh my God. So it's I so crazy it. how that happened to him too. I'm like, okay, we're okay. Is this falling down the lineage or what? <laughs> I love it, um, which reminds me, part of why I love these stories so much is my Libra moon, I feel like, and I, we always like to know, do you all know your um, sun, moon, and rising signs? Alex does. I know okay. my, my rising is Virgo. Oh, okay. Um, it's very, and well, so I'm a Gemini with a Virgo rising. Mm -hmm. Very and the Virgos very prominent in my life. Yeah, it kind of drives me crazy a little bit, but <laughs> mm -hmm. it does keep me in check. I'm I on the <laughs> other hand, I will tell you, Alex, when Alex had her first reading, um, when you read the book, you understand that I we know we knew nothing about this world. Yeah. Right? So um, we were introduced to like Reiki for the first time. And when I got introduced to Reiki, like we were doing interviews with people and they yeah. were doing like all this energy work. You know, when you do interviews, interviews for a healer is so much more, so much different than like interviews with a sales clerk, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so how you mean, you're interviewing them, them for yeah. your store. I see. Okay. Like your yeah. store. Yeah. How do you interview like a psychic or how do you interview a tarot reader or a healer? At that time, we didn't know what a healer was. We mm. only wanted to have a tarot reader because that is really um, what changed my life and what I what really pushed us to open up the house of intuition. We didn't know healers or shamans. The word shaman wasn't even really spoken about back then in 2010. So as much as it is now. Yeah. Now it's mm -hmm. a very common word that's thrown out there. Right. And so is Reiki. So I remember a practitioner came in, there was a few of them and they would like, Oh, I, I do readings, but I also do energy work. And we're like, what's energy work. Mm -hmm. and, right. And you so were learning as you went. Yes. yes. And I remember her, like we sitting down and they were doing like, you know, pooling energy and we were kind of like going, okay, this is kind of weird. Like, this is <laughs> 
you know, because we remember we, we didn't experience any of that. Yeah. But afterwards we were like, so drained. I was like, what is wrong? Uh-huh. With you? Like, like, I literally was like, whoa, like, this is so crazy. Like, I didn't understand that kind of a feeling. Yeah. So I, so Alex, just going back from like those times we were having like, you know, demos and so forth. For, so for Alex, she had an astrology reading. Mm, and that natal chart yeah her whole natal chart read and omg i didn't get let me let me tell you i didn't get past like 10 minutes of it because it was just so on point and Mm. that brought up stuff that is you know in the back of your mind Mm. that you kind of push aside because you know some of some things weren't so pleasant and so for me I was like, okay, stop. I, I need to process this. So I never went, I never got past like the first 10 minutes of it because it oh. was so intense. And oh yeah. Back to things that, and it was so on point and it just took me back to things that I had just sort of forgotten, but it's back there and it brought all these feelings and it was pretty intense. So this so, is yeah. in the very beginning. So you could imagine, right? So it's yeah. like throwing you into like a whole world of like, just the known, yeah. not the unknown, more of the known. So yeah. when I saw that happen, like she had to process, and I'm talking like personal stuff, you know, like things that happened to her in her childhood, you know, like they could pin, she pinpointed, like, this is when it happened. This is when, you know, so we were like, Oh, wow, that's oh. a good astrology reader. Very yeah. good astrology. And I will, I just they're have to, for, and- they're going for a job. So I'm sure they were going like mm-hmm. one right? (laughs) Yeah. But what I want to say, just as an energy worker, that one that worked on you, that's not so good. Like you shouldn't be feeling drained after an energy. No, everybody has a different experience. Cause I had like, even up to, even up to, um, when we had like 17 healers and readers, there are people that do experience some draining, you know, remember I had like three or four healings in one day. Like, oh, oh, okay. That's, that's different. Well, and I have personally had, like, I can think of a Reiki healing I had and a craniosacral healing I had and an Akashic clearing. I had different situations where I did feel drained, but in the best way, like, like where it was like, I had been crying and I needed to get it out. Or uh, like, oh, like I was holding on to all this stuff and then it moved and now I feel like very woozy, but I know it yeah, was healthy. And and draining, yeah, and draining isn't a negative in a negative statement. It was more of like I felt like so like so much had been released that yes. I was like fatigued uh, and yeah. tired. Like I needed to go to sleep right, right in there. Like and uh, also sometimes okay. like if Any you're tired. Like you know? also sometimes if you need sleep and then you get an energy healing, it's like, oh, I, you, I feel yes. that I need sleep, you know? Yeah. So they're to me, yes. 14 hour days at that time. Right, so. right. I guess what I'm saying, just maybe I'm making this too personal, but in my own work, if somebody's drained that, like, I always make sure that they're filled with light afterwards so that they're fit. Like if something has released, then they have been, it's been replaced right. with their highest energy. So it's not, I can understand like, okay, needing to process and going to sleep. But so now that makes more sense, but like the throw up feeling, I don't want anyone. Oh, I never had no throw up like feeling. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think I just totally up. projected. I don't know where that. you got that one from. Oh, you know why? <laughs> because in the book you said you were feeling nauseous. 
And oh, I, yes. that was maybe with the crystals. I conflated those. That was me. That was oh, that me. was you. Okay. Okay. I, I conflated oh. those stories. Well, and Akasha clearing to me that has made me feel hungover. And that was, I, I, and I tell people when I do Akasha clearing, sometimes, I mean, one time I did actually throw up all day, but it was, <laughs> I think it was because I, I was a good thing. I think it's purging. I think it's a great thing to like, like ayahuasca, release. like how you purge. I mean, I haven't done ayahuasca, right. but I hear that there's a lot of throwing up and falls. <laughs> I'm just a big proponent of filling up with light after to help right. to cleanse it all. Like, I just still it. think that anyway, if there's deep emotional patterns and stuff. Yeah. Can yeah. Help. It's a okay. lot. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So now where were we? So going back to the astrology reading. So after I saw that, I was like, and I'm an Aquarius, right? So my world. Oh, yay. (laughs) You know, I think everything's possible in my world. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys are going to like, tell me too much. Like I rather, I rather just pull in and and tap into my own intuition and see where this guides me. And I don't want to know too, too much. You know, I, if I want to, then I'll go to a reader and I am definitely, if I'm unclear, but the astrology reading was like a blueprint of my life that mm-hmm. I was, I wasn't ready for. And I just, I just choose not to do it. I think, but I do, do use astrology in many ways. Like I mm-hmm. love astrology, but as far as like my personal chart, I'm just not in any desire or need mm-hmm. or want to do it at this point of my life not yet, no. later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I you, think her experience scared her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think so too. I just do want to say that sounds like an unusual astrology read. Like, really? they are, they're not, like yeah. said, they were trying to get a job. So I'm sure like <laughs> yeah. they went, I mean, she went deep into the past and yeah. then the present. And then she was like, okay, that's enough. Like it was just, and, and it was a good, I don't want to say that it was a bad reading. It was yeah, on no. point. It was amazing. And it was definitely areas in which, Alex needed to heal from, you right. know, mm-hmm. but yeah. was she ready for that at that moment? Like or all of walk- that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were walking into an interview, not walking into like a reading, like mm-hmm. prepared for the personal reading when you seek. Right. Yeah. So right. go into an interview and then get hit with like, whoa, like how yeah. did you, whoa, yeah. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a little much. <laughs> yeah. So you don't know your moon arising and you don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna, gonna, I, mean, get I think it, you right? could probably know those ones though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So can you now tell us about the amazing manifestation story of the house of intuition of your story? Yes, absolutely. Um, so back in 20, uh, between 20, no, 2007 and 2009, Alex and I, um, were in the recession with everybody else. And so we met in 2007. Yes. Okay. And for date night, you know, when, because we didn't have much money at that time. So we weren't hitting the club like, you know, I was doing before. <laughs> so we were kind of staying at home watching, you know, the Kardashians <laughs> or like, <laughs> whatever funny show was up there. Um, but we would do date night and our date night consists of like lottery tickets. And so I love Las Vegas. I've always loved Las Vegas. It's probably because when I was a child, my mom and dad, that was the, there was two um, trips that we did every single year. One, we we did camping. We camped for one full week. Um, and it was, it was so much fun. And then we would go to Vegas because my mom loved to gamble. So those were the two trips that we did every single year. 
And so Vegas has always been part of my childhood. So of course, naturally, when I turned 21, I would, couldn't wait to hit those, you know, little slot machines that my mom used to always sit at. So um, it was something that we loved to do was scratch lottery tickets. And we would fantasize and we would talk. I, I call it pillow talk. You know, and sometimes we did it, you know, laying down and go, God, babe, what would you do if we win a million dollars? Like, what would you do if we actually hit the lottery? And we would just talk about like, you know, oh, we buy this, I'd get my mom and dad a home, you know, I'd pay off their house, whatever it was, you know, whatever we fantasized about. And one of the things that we would always say, because now we had already dabbled into not only esoteric practices, but um, tarot reading was a really big thing. Um, and we saw like, we would go to different tarot readers. We would, you know, walk the boulevards, you know, <laughs> and walk into random tarot readers. And we would see like, wow, like this person's like a beautiful energy. She's amazing. Like, and then of course we also had the other ones that weren't so amazing, you know? <laughs> um, however, we felt like they had a bad rap. You know, we felt like the word psychic, every, when you say the word psychic or you say the word tarot, people would cringe. They would yeah. be like, Ooh, like what, what are you doing? Like, they're just going to take your money. That was, mm -hmm. that, they, that would come out of their mouth. Mm -hmm. So Alex and I would always say, God, what if we had a spiritual detox center? You know, what if we had like, you know, we can open it up and we would have these tarot readers, authentic ones that would guide people because connecting with my aunt that had passed over when my aunt passed over, it created that vulnerability in me so much that I wanted to connect to her so strongly. And I could say that if death didn't happen and the devastation that I was in at that time to be so vulnerable, to let my walls down from my religious practices and belief, that I probably would have never went to a tarot reader. You know what I mean? It oh, just yeah. it wasn't something that would have guided me there. Yeah, um, because I was always told it was bad. I was always told, you know, that you don't seek into the future. You know, you don't open up different things. People, you know, demons are going to come get you and stuff like that. So I never was interested in I was interested, but not going to do it. Right. And so we always talked about this spiritual detox center that we wanted. We wanted no religion base. We wanted everybody to, you know, have their own practices, their own religion that was going to be completely honored, you know, but we knew that there was going to be people out there like us because my religious practice is very important to me still. Like I still lean on my Catholicism and my Christianity and other things that I have, you know, magical practices that I have been um, exposed to. Mm -hmm. So I, I took all those, both of us have taken all the religion stuff and also her schooling, you know, because she went into like a lot of um, classes and stuff about religion. So she <laughs> takes stuff and I take things that are true to me and I'm comfortable with but the things that some things aren't comfortable I kind of leave out mm -hmm. and so we talked about it and and we asked one day about a tarot reading you know so that we would just let me back up a little bit so we would just say these things you know we want a tarot a detox center and one day we went to a tarot reader to talk about you know some business that we had fallen into again it's in the book guys and we were really focused on that particular business. And she just looked at the car. She's like, you know, girls, she said, um, I know you're here for this business. She said, but there's something else you guys have been thinking about, talking about There's another business here. And I'm like, another business. And so I remember Alex was, is so hilarious in readings. Okay. Cause I'm like, I'm all in, like when I go in, I go in, you know, I'm like jumping in the pool. I'm like, woo, like, Alex, <laughs> like, you know, her, she's a Gemini one foot in one foot out, she's like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to be right here. I can go either way. 
And so when we go to readings, she sits like on the side. Okay. And it's so crazy. I'm like, I don't even know why you sit over there, honey, because <laughs> I jack my readings every single time. Like I'm sure the reader too is like, what's going on? <laughs> okay. Yeah, right? sit there? okay. The one who's least interested is the one who they're talking to. You know what I just dawned on me, which is so crazy because when we had our readers pre-COVID, um, we never let anybody in the other in the rooms with the reader. No, we wouldn't make them one. And it's probably because I was traumatized by you and your energy. <laughs> now that I think about it, we would not allow. We would only have one person in there because oh. it is hard for the because energy, yes. right? It's like where is this coming from? The poor reader is like, well, that mm-hmm. messages, messages. Yeah, and, and Alex would hijack it, and so she would sit on the side of me, and her energy would come right into the reading. And the reader just said, like, you know, you girls are thinking about something. So I just looked over to Alex and I knew like we locked eyes mm-hmm. and I like we did like this communication with our eyes. And I knew I was like, oh, gosh, should I ask? I knew already like we were connected. I'm like, oh, gosh, if I ask, I know if I ask this question, what am I going to do with the information? Because mm-hmm. I, I am now at the point with my tarot readers or any reader that I go to that I don't just go there for entertainment, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not one that just like, oh, well, let's go get a reading. Like if I don't need a reading, I'm not gonna get a reading. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, just because a reader is there. So I knew if I asked this question, I better be ready to act. We're gonna have mm-hmm. to move. Like we're gonna ask my aunt, my ancestors, like we're knocking on heaven's door. Are you sure we really wanna ask this question? Yeah. If it's given to you, what am I going to do with it? And so she said, absolutely. I asked the question and I was like, all right, we want a spiritual detox center. And, <laughs> and she said, absolutely. She flipped those cards and whoo, I remember. Uh, Her, I've never had that reaction from a reader. Her ever eyes just day. like lit up. <laughs> you guys, like, yeah, what you came here for, that's going to be resolved. Mm-hmm. But this is like your destiny. This is where you need to be. Like yeah. all of this. She knew. Yeah. Oh, and the and I knew too because the chills, like it mm-hmm. hit the top of my crown, like my top of my head, and the chills just ran down my back. And I was mm-hmm. like, whoa. And I and I just remember my hair standing up on my arms. And I and I look at Alex and she looked like she was gonna vomit. She was <laughs> <laughs> See, I keep picking it's up on the vomit. There's a anxiety ball. So she always wants to vomit. The Virgo rising. You're picking up. You, you yeah. are a reader, so you know I, I am. the vomit right now. That's and, right. And I'm a Virgo, so I understand the stomach situation. You know, like that means something. You feel something in your stomach, it means something. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, so now, you guys, okay. how many stores do you have? Uh, we just opened up our 10th location in wow. Sherman Oaks in the Valley. Wow. But um, I do just want, I know you don't want to say too much though. It's already in the book, but I just want to encourage everyone to read it because it is such a, it's just such a great manifestation story about and, what it takes to like give up everything and to be open and receive and that whole journey. It was the scariest thing. Yeah. Like, honestly, like looking back and Alex and I talk about it all the time, like looking back at it, I don't know what we were thinking. Like we were just robotically <laughs> moving. Right? Oh yeah. 
yeah, I think I think back on the the whole the beginning and the whole experience, and there's a lot of stuff that I don't even remember. Like I feel like wow, like I don't know if we were like in a in a in a Trance. yeah, <laughs> it sort of speak. Yeah, that's what it feels like now. Thinking back on it, because we were just moving and we were yeah. just moving and we were just you know fa- there was so much faith and so much we just gave everything it came up through we- you. Yeah, it was, it's the weirdest, it's hard to explain how we were feeling because a lot of it, I don't remember. I just know that we were just moving. Yeah. Yeah. And Alice don't move, you know, and and it says it in the book, right? Like, and she went back to the way she don't move because back in 2010, she was just moving, you know, we were making all kinds of decisions and we, she was like, just going, going. Now she went back to, you know, I have to analyze, I have to research. Babe, it's just dinner. Can you just make it? (laughs) Yeah. I can relate to that when I set up my, cause I have an online spiritual school, like a magical school of magical arts, the good vibe tribe. And I set it up in 2015. And I, when I looked back, it was like, what did I just do? It was like, I just, I was like, I did this and then I did this. Oh, now we need to do this. And now we're, and it was like, how did I know to do that? Like, how did I not question that I just like went with it so I really can relate and then it's like oh now I have this thing that's built (laughs) so cool listening to all the messages because I feel like we that's what we had is there were people that were coming even Mm -hmm. with the demos and stuff when we were hiring like messages would come in and I think we were just kind of reacting and listening to that yeah just moving you let it flow through you Um, yeah that's so beautiful and I love this story too for Capricorn season because we're starting Capricorn season on Tuesday tomorrow because this show comes out on Monday so just for inspiration for creating it's like that the combination of letting that spiritual guidance flow through and then taking action in the physical world to create it creating the structure creating the container yeah absolutely taking action is a big thing you know um being in this business now um for it's going on 12 years Um, you know, we've had a lot of readers coming in and out of the doors. And I remember a lot of clients like, um, say, you know, well, this didn't come true or it didn't happen. And I'm like, you know, one, we need to take accountability for what we don't do. You know, Mm -hmm. a reader can only give you, you know, she's, or he is the messenger that's coming through and they're giving you a message. Now, how it's being delivered, you know, is, and how it's received are two different things. So people that receive readings, sometimes they just don't, one, they're they're not really taking accountability for what's coming through mm-hmm. and they don't wanna move or they think it's just gonna land in their lap. And I'm like, right. no, like you guys, like, you know, you're not gonna get that promotion if you keep calling out sick, like, mm-hmm. or, if you, or if you come to work late, that, that, that wasn't the agreement. Like the promotion was there for you at the time of the reading, you relaxed and you chilled out and you thought you got that in the bag and all of a sudden you're falling off and not, you know, not doing, you're not giving the same energy to that position. And then you wonder why you didn't get the promotion. It mm-hmm. wasn't because the reader was wrong. It's yeah. just because your actions created something different. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the future is not fixed. Right. I love right. that. I love that quote. We have to take responsibility for what we don't do. <laughs> that is right. so good. What you just said, because it's 
True. I mean, I feel like with manifestation, it is, it's like a flow. Like sometimes you have to, you have to know when you're pushing too hard, like trying to make it happen. And then you have to also know when like, okay, I can't just sit here and expect it to happen. I have to take action. Yeah. And it's true. Capricorn is a great season for action. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So I know we need to wrap up, but I do have a question for you guys because my family was Catholic and I am not Catholic anymore, but I do have some saints that I really love. And I wonder if you guys have saints that you also connect with and love. Yes. Alex um, was dedicated to St. Anthony when she was a child and had, um, so my, so my grandmother, I I got sick when I was little and uh, my grandmother prayed to St. Anthony to help me heal. And so she kind of, offered me to him so but even before I knew that like I there was a connection I always felt a connection with Saint Anthony so so then later I found out my mom told me this and I was like wow that's incredible Uh, how how that happens yeah yeah Yeah. and she she actually has the little statue still which Uh, is oh yeah my grandmother actually gave me a statue when I was a baby and I didn't know my mom had it all this time and then she that's when she pulled it out and she told me the story about how I was sick and my grandmother offered me to him and all that and I was like oh my god so I still have the statue so then she fell Uh, more in love with him yeah (laughs) I love that that and I love Virgin Mary I just, mm. I just love her. Um, it's crazy because you know how they say that you marry your, <laughs> you marry your parents. Yeah. <laughs> your mother is like really connected to the Virgin Mary as well. Oh, nice. So yeah. So I'm really connected to her. I love that. That energy. Um, but we I also need to mention me in too. this book. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to talk over. Oh, you. I just, I just said me too, that I love oh, the saints okay. too. There's just a real magical thing about saints for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to give people an idea, this is, this book is not just about your story, even though I, it's my favorite part, honestly, but there's a lot of it's magic 101. So there's all kinds of, um, rituals and spells and tools and things like that. Do you want to talk a little bit about that part of the book? Yeah. Um, ritual practices, you know, um, I will say Alex, um, and I just went through a really big devastating time, you know, um, just recently, um, we had someone that's really close to us pass over and, you know, my ritual practices, it just, I had like this big light bulb, you know, you're always learning no matter how, how long you've been in something like, you know, 12 years, I'm still learning all the time. I get like really big awe moments. Mm -hmm. Um, and even I wrote the book, you know, the, about the rituals and still I got an awe moment through the practice of, of losing someone again is like rituals don't just, it's not just about, you know, pulling in something, doing magic, getting, you know, getting what you want, getting your desires. Um, It's not only what, it wasn't only that for me, I realized that my ritual practice just is, is a form of sacred space for me that connects Mm. my angels and my ancestors so strong. So when I lost somebody that had passed over recently, those ritual practices came into play and was like my saving grace. It kept my head straight. It was like, okay, I need to connect. I need to fill my spirits, my angels. I need them to lift me up. It's not about me asking for something. It was more of me giving them gratitude, having them, you know, hold me with their wings and anchor me. Yes. So ritual practices, I want to say to everybody, it's not just about magic. 
you know, it's really about a way of life. It's mm-hmm. a way of your personal, it's, it's like your personal arsenal. It's your personal, like things that you can run to when things, when, when this material world can't hold you up because yep. nothing was going to help me, you know, no, nothing I could buy, nothing I could, you know, was yeah. going to fill that emptiness of a lost of someone yeah. that I lost. Yeah. So um, we do share 32 rituals that that we give you guys um, that has helped us um, build the house of intuition, I like to say, because it did bring in abundance. You know, I mean, I don't, it's a very big success story. 12 years, 11 stores, you know, plus an online, I, I call the the 11th store, our online store, because it is big. I mean, it's, it, it services, you know, all the states yeah. of the United States. Mm-hmm. So it's a really big store. So it is, you know, I think through those spiritual practices and aligning ourselves to our destiny and also doing offerings at the altar and asking and getting and receiving um, that did help us build the house of intuition. And it still is helping us build the house of intuition. Yeah. So we do share all of our rituals that we practice personally on our own. Um, and, the, you know, of course we have several more because, you know, we still continue to do magical practice and we dip and we create and we make because we're always creators, right? So we're hoping the book is, is really built for you guys. We're only going to take you to step five. I like to say that to everything that we do. And you, you all out there need to take yourself to step 10 because mm. we never want to go like you have to you know follow this a b c and that's it you can't right. any turn or corners yeah so you all have your own spirits your guides your angels and your ancestors and they are going to speak to you in a way that maybe what i am giving you as a recipe is not completely fulfilling you you might right. want to pull something else and i want you to guide yourself there don't ever think you're wrong. So if you want to chuck one of the recipe, one of the ingredients and you're like, no, I don't connect with this one, but I want to add this one. I want you to do that because yes. that's the only way you're going to know what magic works for you. Oh, that's so important. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, I was just going to say when I'm, I teach an energy healing class and I always say that, that this, the class is really about trusting yourself and learning to understand the language of energy. And that is all about trusting yourself. So if I'm saying something where it's like, I don't get it, but I'm getting this other information, that's the information you want to listen to, not whatever I'm saying. Yes. And I'm so glad that you said that because, you know, there's a lot of people that likes to box us in, you know, in religion, they box us in, in this, in this craft also, like Mm -hmm. we can get boxed in, you know, there are some organizations and some things that I think everybody has a place here in the world for. However, our practice is very open. And I think there's a place for us as well. You know, I want everybody just to follow their intuition on what feels right for them. I think it's important for oftentimes, I think people do get caught up in, in, in those like boxes of different practices. And for us, when we wrote the book, it was a little scary because we're, we're kind of outside of the box. Like, I don't Kinda? Know, you know, we, we don't do things like traditionally, or we don't have like, or maybe we do a lineage of, you know, people and spells. This is, our book is just us, our yeah. life, what worked for us not there's nothing in there that's like oh you know it has to be this way it has to be that right way. right to make it practical so if they're you know people have all kinds of things in their cupboards that they can dress a candle yes. with or they can make a, a a cleansing bath or whatever any that's what we wanted to do we didn't want it to be where people had to like go out and seek 
these rare things that totally. you can't find anywhere. Right. Like, no, it's it's in your home already. You just have to whip it up and set the intention, and which yeah. is yeah. the most important thing. Right. Your, energy, right. your intention, what you want for yourself. Yeah. And I just exactly. want to leave the audience with this. If you ever question yourself with, is this going to work? Is this not going to work? And if something doesn't work, doesn't mean it, 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 it just try something new because it doesn't mean that you're not tapping in. If you ever question yourself, I want you to remember about me and Alex. And I want you to remember 12 years, 11 stores. I want you to remember that, okay? And a book. Don't ever think you're on the wrong thing. Just keep at it. Don't give up persistence and consistency. That is it. Yeah. Love it. Totally. Perfect. Again, perfect for Capricorn season. Yes. <laughs> yes. So inspiring. Yes. So where can people find you? at www.houseofintuitionla.com. And we have an Instagram, House of Intuition. Um, you could just Google House of Intuition and we'll just pop up all over the place. Um, we are hoping and, you know, with everybody, I'm not going to say the word hope, it will happen um, that we are going to build more stores. Um, Alex and I are the only ones behind this. So we are not a franchise. We don't choose to be a franchise. We don't want to be a franchise. Mm. Um, so we are definitely going to spread our wings a little bit more. So we are in LA and Miami at this point. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining. Thank it was such girls. a delight to meet yeah. you and talk to you. Same. Thank you ladies so much. It's been awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Um, as always, or most of the time, we often, often we haven't done that interview yet in this time realm right now, yeah. but I'm sure yeah. it was really fun. You all know more than we know yes. about that interview. Tell but us about it. We do it. have a good feeling about what it. happened. <laughs> tell us about it. Write <laughs> in and tell us what happened. Okay. So now it's time for the energy report. Aww. That one was a little energized. Yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. It was kind of like I the like three, it. three, threes. Okay. So the energy report is when I um, feel into the energy of the week ahead and then tell you all about it. <laughs> um, so, and actually, I'm going to be starting to write a written version of this for Mind Body Green every week. So if oh, you would yeah, like cool. to check out the written version, not this, it'll be starting in January. Um, I thought you were trying to get my attention, but no. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. So, you know, the energy this week feels kind of intense. I'm not going to lie. Like, as I, <laughs> <laughs> as I was feeling into it, I was like, whoa. Okay. Oh. It kind of felt a little bit like an assault, but also, uh -oh. well, not necessarily in a bad not in a bad way it just felt like a like fast um like a not bad assault like a pleasant assault yeah yeah one of those you know when but you're fast yeah fast pleasant assault what would that be i i don't know but it's happening so get ready yeah get ready for it so and i will help you to get ready for it so what it actually felt to me was, and this is why it could be very pleasant, is it felt like light. 
coming fast. And it felt like a lot of information, like a lot of fast information. Oh. Yeah. So it and with this, I wondered if something was going on with Uranus. I don't think they're actually. I mean, it's solstice. Oh, it is solstice. Yeah, I don't know. On Tuesday. Know. Tomorrow. Yeah. It feels more like, oh, wow, I suddenly understand this now. Like a lot of like information like oh. that. Like, whoa, I didn't know that. And now I know that. Oh. <laughs> you know, and like, yeah, that is new information. And and it like, how am I going to I would like to integrate that like. It doesn't have to be like it's that's why I'm saying it's not bad, but it's just kind of like, whoa, I suddenly realized this. And it could be about, again, like, well, Venus just went into retrograde, too. So it's like could be about relationships. It could be about where you stand with things and how you feel about yourself in that. And, you know, but it just does feel like kind of an awakening. Um, so the information that I was getting from my guides about this is that integrating it is important, like being able to be, well, I'm sort of seeing both like as above, so below kind of energy going on. So making sure that you're grounded, that you feel like in your body and grounded so that when you get information, and even if this is really great, and let's just say like a great information could be a proposal, like, whoa, I didn't know that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be like that or like, whoa, I just got accepted into a school, you know, but just like, wow, now or like this house is suddenly available. It could just be stuff like that, you know. Right. Um, Or it also could be like, oh, wow, I feel I suddenly have lifted old stuff and now I, I know that I am worth, I feel this way about myself. I feel better about myself and now I want to take action in this way. So anyway, my point is that regardless of what it is, being grounded in your body will help you to feel more assimilated with this whole situation, with whatever energies are coming in right now. Mm, well, that the Capricorn season starts oh, yeah. tomorrow, too. So that That's helps true. that Earth sign. Definitely. Also, um, Mercury is in Capricorn right now, too, which my Mercury is always my natal Mercury is in Capricorn. But um, and so and we are getting information. So that may help ground the information, too, that it's oh, yeah. in Capricorn. Um, so. And help you feel maybe more practical about it. But what I will say is just like, yeah, if you can do maybe some practices daily to help you be in your body, like even if it's like five minutes of yoga or putting your feet on the ground and feeling earth energy come up your legs and, you know, feel integrating earth energy so that you're balanced. And then also maybe cleaning out your crown chakra. So putting a dot dot of light at the top of your head and your crown chakra, clearing it out and then feeling the information coming in slow, like at a pace that you like. Also mm -hmm. just affirming, I can receive all information at a pace I like because you can. And especially if you are grounded in your body, your crown chakra is open. So you're getting your highest information. I mean, open, not all the way open, but just like open to a nice degree don't go crazy yeah don't go crazy don't don't <laughs> open it for everybody what are you doing no but just like open it you know let's say 30 percent have it nice open and cleared out so gold in there and then so that that energy can come through and go grounding into the earth 
And also, I just did get this feeling like if you want to, um, if you are feeling kind of um, not in your body, maybe grab a crystal like a um, smoky quartz or something that you find very grounding. That'll help too. Black tourmaline is my favorite for that. Yeah. All right. That's that's it. Okay. Yeah. Love it. So now it's time for practical magic. So, um, so it is solstice. I mean, it's Yule for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere tomorrow. And it is midsummer for those of you in the Southern Hemisphere. And I just posted a video, I mean, Friday, about how I'm not really feeling the holidays this year. Mm. It hasn't kicked in mm-hmm. my joy of Yule. I do usually like celebrating sabbats mm-hmm. and the magic of them mm-hmm. but this year just a lot of things are converging for me to feel like you know what just you know like i i talked about this this two-year covid mark mm-hmm. coming up mm-hmm. it's exhausting yeah and then um you know the abortion thing isn't helping and no it's terrible just, the tornadoes and and and, yeah. and you know i know that there's good things in the world but and that the media focuses on the bad things. And I don't feel like really gloom and doom or anything, but mm-hmm. I just am like, you know, can we just not be festive this mm-hmm. year? <laughs> so if you also feel that way, just my advice is to let yourself feel that way That's and to advice. still retain your positive habits mm-hmm. as far as meditating, taking care of your energy field. And I am starting... I have started this, I had this idea to once a day call somebody Hmm. on the phone, you know, we don't do that all the time anymore, who I don't usually, I don't usually call, I call my dad, we we talk regularly, but Mm -hmm. mostly I don't call people, and so... Yeah, it's my plan. I just started it. I talked to somebody I never call, somebody I love, who I never call oh, to catch up with, did and it was they like great. It? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think I, so. I, don't I hope like so. Random I did. calls. <laughs> it makes me anxious. You don't like it? No, I don't want someone oh, well, to mean, just call if me. I, even if I, well, I mean, if I know, like what if they leave a message and they're like, "Hey, I just haven't checked in with you for a while. Just calling to say hi. If you have a minute, call me back." That would make me. You hate, you I'd don't be like, like it? "What's." What, what, why? What's wrong? Why can't we text this? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd, but you wouldn't have to call back. Oh, I don't know. I okay. don't feel like people will have to call me back, okay. but I would like to just leave a message and see if maybe they want to. <laughs> anyway, the first person I called did call me back and it was oh, great. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And so, and that made me feel, cause I, I mean, I have been feeling pretty isolated. I mean, mm. that, that's one of the things about yes. living up here. Yes. This is good it's, for you. I'm glad you're calling. Thank you. Yeah. So good. if you relate, then you might want to, because and it is hard. I mean, just the idea of calling people on the phone these days it's has terrible. become a really like hard thing to do. And it does feel <laughs> awkward. Like, am I really going to do that? But if you can just kind of like push through it and try mm-hmm. it. Then I, I mean, I felt it's one of those things like taking a walk outside mm-hmm. is like calling a friend to me where it's like at first it seems like, really, is that really going to change my mood that mm. much? And then you do it and it's like, I feel literally 10 times better than I did before I did that. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, let me just say to you, um, I wish that you would go on 
Voxer or Marco Polo, because that is a really good way to communicate with people. But it's, for me, non-anxiety inducing. Because you do like a video or something. You do a video or a voice message, and then you just leave each other messages, and you can do it at your own pace. There's something about calling someone on the floor. It's like, I can't, like, I don't know. It's like, oh, uh, it's happening now. Like, I can't control Mm. when it's happening. Well, I did read this article once. I think it was in Psychology Today that showed that calling a friend and talking to them on the phone Mm -hmm. It boosts your mood. Yeah. But texting a friend does not. But I wonder what mood. voice or video would do. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, for some reason, just I don't know, maybe it seems like work because I do videos for work, but it uh-huh. just does not, that doesn't appeal to me mm-hmm. in any way for some reason. All right. Um, Fine. But anyway, so that's my suggestion. And then mm-hmm. if you do feel like celebrating Yule or Midsummer, mm-hmm. then thinking of the, if you're uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, this is the birth of the sun and it is the deepest, darkest time of the year. It's so, mm-hmm. it's that yin yang. Thinking of the yin yang to me is really the wheel of the year with the solstices. Mm-hmm. It's like the dots. You know, everything contains its opposite. Mm -hmm. So we're in the darkest time of the year, but it's the time when the sun is born. The days start to get lighter and brighter and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So you could just light a candle. I feel like for Yule, sending energy, sending love to people you love, to causes you care about, Mm -hmm. like sending positive energy out into the world will be balancing and healing for you Mm -hmm. and also for the world. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I'm getting for solstice Mm. this year. And in the Southern Hemisphere for midsummer, the expansion of the light, like you can use the light to heal you, to energize Mm. you, to bless your intentions. Mm. That sounds really nice. I like it. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> good. I'm glad you like it. Um, <laughs> so before we get to our card for the week, um, we'll do a little housekeeping. And you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. Also on Instagram at highestlighthealing. Um, you can schedule a session with me. I am actually doing pretty well with my writing so i i've opened up my schedule a little bit more um and yeah you can just schedule on there and i guess that's it oh and you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com we send out a newsletter every week with the show notes um i'll be sending one out when we don't have a show one time um and uh what else you we've already said you can review us we appreciate it we're on instagram magic monday podcast we're on facebook magic monday podcast listeners is a little group and magic monday pod on facebook and you can find me on instagram at tess 4444 on twitter at tess whitehurst on facebook at tess whitehurst author and on youtube at tess whitehurst and you can also Find a lot of spells and rituals, guided meditations, solstice inspiration at TessWhitehurst.com. And there's a search bar. So if you want to look for something specific, you can do that. Great. All right. What are you pulling from this week? Today, I am working with my Cosmic Dancer Oracle. What about you? I decided the Modern Witch Tarot. Okay. I just grabbed it. And here we are. 
So what did you get? I got choreograph, which is actually really perfect for going into Capricorn season. Mm. This is planning. This is creating structure, which is so Capricorn. Capricorn is so helpful for creating goals and for creating structure. So this is like, look at what do you want to create? What do you want to manifest? And what steps, what concrete action steps can you take? toward manifesting that Mm, that's very simple and there you are you know there you are so i got the six of pentacles reversed and what's interesting is in this picture this woman is holding two presents and people are like have their hands out and it's kind of reminding me because it's reversed as I'm feeling into this of what you were talking about. Like maybe you're just not into feeling that spirit of the holidays. Uh, yeah. Of getting yeah. present, getting presents and the whole situation. And maybe you want to turn it on its head and make it what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just seeing if there's anything else here that. Yeah, there is something also that I'm feeling into here about receiving, though. Like, even if you're not you're not feeling that way, like there's something about receiving and allowing yourself to receive. Um, maybe you've been resisting receiving and there's something about allowing that to happen for yourself. Well, that is part of my plan of calling people, because oh. I mean, I know I talked about either last year or the year before. How around the holidays, sometimes I can, I have in the past, Mm -hmm. (laughs) become pretty lonely. Like I will close down and kind of start in. And I don't want to say this like as if this is always happening to me because I don't want to project it into the future. But Mm -hmm. it has happened at the holidays (laughs) where I will uh, get into this feeling of like nobody really likes me and nobody uh, really wants yeah. to hear from me yeah. and um and then I start to resent that's that loneliness thing you can get into and I think the dark time of year is sort of lends itself to that for me mm-hmm. and probably for others mm-hmm. and that is receptivity it's like closing yes. down receptivity yeah you know yeah so that's why that to me that feels like healing is to be like okay let me look at my list of contacts who am I gonna just call up and <laughs> check in with yeah it feels like that's kind of like counterbalancing that just to Open remember oh yeah I have people I can talk yes. to not that I don't feel connected to Ted and solo but yeah. just you know it's good to remember an expanded support system I think it's really important to not be ice too isolated or even if it is with just your people it's there's something about getting different perspectives and opening totally. up and receiving. And that's really what I'm getting from that card is feeling into let yourself receive, open up to receive, let yourself be here now in the present receiving. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, we hope you have a wonderful Yule and Christmas if you celebrate it. that.